0: I'm Wendy Lowe, your friend as we journey to take your health back. We are coming to you live from downtown Honolulu from the studios of Think Tech Hawaii in the Pioneer Plaza building. Today, our universal discussion will be with or be on work-life balance for the modern wahini in Hawaii. And what I would like you to take away from today's discussion is that we recommend you to ask for help and seek out networks of the minds Minded, like-minded women to support you through your life's journey. Today we are very honored to welcome Brooke Lee, Miss Hawaii USA 1997, Miss Hawaii USA 1997, and then Miss Universe 1997, all wrapped up in one beautiful and stunning young lady, and also the host and producer of the Martin Vahini Hawaii. Welcome, Brooke hey hey boy wow what a title you got so many accolades and titles according to you know all the history books i just books. like that you said i was young <laughs> Yay! of all of those titles Thanks. young attracts you most and you are very young <laughs> and stunning at this point we're so excited to have you here I'm excited to be here so you know you've been gone for a while here and there and I I just want to take people back Mm. to your good roots of Pearl City (laughs) Pacific Palisades to be exact the number 53
1: bus yes (laughs) born and raised in Pacific Palisades uh, the leeward side I went to grade school out at our Savior Lutheran I went to preschool at children's house in Pearl City right there in Palisades And I got into Punahou, early acceptance in the fifth grade. Went there to my sophomore year. Then went to lab school for a year. Loved it there. And finally got into Kamehameha schools after trying since kindergarten. Got in my senior year. Wow. So I went. And I graduated as a class of 1989 from Kamehameha schools. Kapalam.
0: Happens. Wow, perseverance! Yeah, perseverance. Yeah. That's what it's all about, right, girl? I guess. Yeah, yeah. it works. I guess it works with you, yeah, and this is just a the beginning. Me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, Brooke, I, I've known you for a while. A while, yes. <laughs> Let's not say how long, but yeah. yes. A while. Yes. Um, when we were sponsoring the pageants yes. back in the day, and I was very taken back with you. Which and is ironic, because you were doing candies. I was doing candies. And jackets. we were training. Yes. So you'd be
1: giving us candies, like, all day long. <laughs> My job was lady. to see your
0: resistance <laughs> <laughs> and your discipline. <laughs> it was a test. Yes, it I was. It. And you, you passed. I did. You mm-hmm. did. You did. Until you got that other crown, and yeah. then... It all came out, That's yeah, true. but so I knew you then yes. and then you came, you won the title as Miss Hawaii USA in yes. 1997. Yes. Take us back to that day. How did that feel for you?
1: Uh, well, the prehistory to that is I had been running in the other system, which is the Miss Hawaii America system mm-hmm. for about three years. Mm-hmm. I was horrible at it. Um, I ran in preliminaries, then went to the state title, lost, uh, ran in a preliminary another year, went to the state title, lost. Uh, did it again, lost. I was like the Susan Lucci of the pageant system. Um, and then I aged out, as they say, and then I went to the Miss Hawaii USA system, which is a little older after you graduate from college. And I hit it the first time out the gate. So I became Miss Hawaii USA in December of 96. Went wow. to Shreveport, Louisiana for Miss USA in January of 97, won that, and then moved on to Miss Universe in May of that year and won that. So it was a really good year. Wow, it was a great it was year. Really good year.
0: Yes, yeah. 1997, it was a good year. Yes, 1997. A great year. You know, um, the whole story behind or the lesson learned from your beginning for Kamehameha Schools, perseverance. Right. And then going for the title. Yeah. Working hard, knowing what you wanted to do and wanted to accomplish, yes. and not giving up. Is there anything you all like to take, have a takeaway for the young women and the men, of course, of Hawaii uh, of not giving up?
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, I think. I tell a lot of contestants, because I get it a lot, people want me to train them for pageants. I wasn't really ever trained. Uh, you can probably see that when I say I ate everything twice is my answer. <laughs> but um, I tell girls, I, wanna, I won a scholarship my first year that I lost at Miss Hawaii America um, of $17,000 to Shamanad University. So yes. I transferred from, I was at Leeward Community College, just figuring it out, and got to go to this you know, next level kind of Shamanad private college. I graduated with a degree in English debt-free, which is a pretty big deal, mm-hmm. um, all from running in a patch that I didn't even win. So I tell girls all the time, run just to run, run just to get scholarships. If you win, you win, great. If you don't, at least you got an education and you're debt-free, like right. either way, it's a win-win.
0: Right. So. You know, um, <clears throat> I've been on board with the Miss Hawaii and the Miss Hawaii USA mm-hmm. system for about mm, 22, 23 years now. Right. And that is my full-time focus. For me when I meet young ladies mm-hmm. and uh, my first question to them would be hey what college are you going to and they'll answer some of them will answer auntie I'm not going to college right can't now afford it. can't afford it yep, exactly. exactly so then I would bring up the topic yep. hey would you consider right. running in the Miss Hawaii or the Miss Hawaii USA right. scholarship pageants right. and then they would say well I never thought about it I says well here's my card mm-hmm. think about it right. Go check it out right. and if it makes sense to you it resonates with you Give it a shot. Because
1: I also think, especially in today's society with Instagram, social media, all those things, I think there's a lot of uh, people who have an attitude towards pageants that they used to not have because there's so many reality shows and you can get famous in so many other ways. Uh, But for me, the pageant, I was a model my whole life. I started modeling when I was like five or six years old. No one ever asked me my opinion until I ran a pageant. Up until that point, I got in the clothes, I got on the stage, I walked down a runway, and I went home. Nobody asked me what I thought about gun control, nobody asked me what I thought about the world, nobody asked (laughs) me anything. You just come, you take your pictures, and you leave. So when people, when you're required to have an opinion about something, that was addicting to me. So I ran in pageants because it forced me to have opinions about things, and then I got kind of good at it, and then the thing on stage where you had to answer questions, that just became like sport for me. Some girls, it's harder for them, and they don't like that. Mm -hmm. For me, that was like, I'd be like, gloves off. I'd be like, bring the questions. Bring it on. Yeah, interview,
0: <laughs> bring it. But you know, that's so, uh, that's so key because in general, a lot of the local girls, they're a little bit more introverted. They're not right. outgoing as much the and, and I will back say in the that day. the
1: pervading culture is if you're a pretty girl, then mm-hmm. that's all it's really required of you. Mm-hmm. And I, I think in pageants, it's the same way. There are a lot of girls that answer questions on stage. They say things like world peace, or they forget where Iran is. Or what, There's a lot of girls that flub. Right. But there's also a lot of girls that when asked the question on stage in 90 seconds in a bikini, have to like balance the Middle East and what's going on with you <laughs> know, the control. world and, yes. yeah, and have a, an opinion. A lot of them come up with amazing things, which yes. nobody would be able to do, not even a exactly. senator, especially exactly. in a bikini and in heels. In front of George Hamilton. I mean, it's like, yeah the pressure from the pressure from the pressure. So I think pageants, in a lot of ways, gets a bad rap because people met me during my year, and they'd be like, you're so smart. And you'd be like, I'd rather you expect me to be smart and then right. just be disappointed than have such a low ball, like, if I'm not dribbling down the front of my dress. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. like, yay! gold star for you like that kind of stuff bummed me out because I right. was like did you not see me say I'd eat everything twice like right. <laughs> come
0: on that's how do and so that's the the real reason why I get involved is because I want each Wahini of Hawaii to max out yes who they were created to be and give them this opportunity to put that mic in front of their face mm-hmm. and ask them those questions on world peace on gun control right. and the wall and see what they have to say and if they don't know the answer by golly they're going to go and research it yep. and they will have an answer their feet the, are
1: in the fire and you're yes. required to have yes. to do that. And sometimes in life, you're just not required. When you're a pretty girl, especially in today's age with Instagram and all of this instant gratification, you really just can get away with a lot. You know right. what I mean? And, right. get, and get the likes and get you know, conditioned to feel like I don't need to be a certain way. Whereas when the pageants, you've got to fulfill these four things. You have yes. to wear a swimsuit, an evening gown, answer a question on stage and do an interview, right. go. Right. So I mean, it really
0: is a boot camp. I it is it is a great it's really boot camp. Sh- it's, people sell it short they really do. Oh no and I and that's why I'm never going to give up and I truly believe in trying to max out all of you to create you to be who you are yeah. in here but you just didn't have that opportunity. Right. And so by giving these girls that platform of a stage and a mic mm-hmm. and a voice right. I tell you we are creating some amazing yeah. women of Hawaii. Oh, absolutely
1: and giving them scholarships and to boot you know yes. it's like and giving them platforms showing them you know, a way to go on to other things. So they tell them, one girl's going to win. Any other given night, Venezuela would have won that night at Miss Universe. Any other given night, if one judge had had indigestion, eggshell light number five was off on my, on my left side, some other girl would have won. And that would have been a different lifestyle for me. But, so, you know, but I got the opportunity, I won, I took it whatever. If you don't win, you got scholarships, you got this exactly. opportunity, you were able to grow move on. The shiny thing lasts a year. Right. But the education lasts forever. Right. Forever. You know? And the so.
0: memories and the growth. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, getting back to that one um, slide where you finally saw your name in print. Yeah. Berkeley, you know, Miss Hawaii or right. Miss USA. How did that really feel when you saw your name in print and it was now being yeah. reality?
1: I honestly, those were being sent to my house. In, what happens when you win, like you win Miss USA, like you say in Shreveport, Louisiana you're whisked away. Like you don't ever go back home for like months later. So whatever you packed in your bag, to go to the competition is like all you have until they buy you other stuff. So I was on the run. I didn't really like get to register thing. I just was like, this is my job now. So I have to meet all these people, live with a strange lady in an apartment in LA, you know, and just keep going. And so I didn't really register those things until much later. I was proud that I got to wave the Shaka and that that was like a picture that went across the world. Like that to me was like, yes,
0: yes. Well, that was our signature, right? Yeah.
1: Yes. Because they told me at Miss Universe, when I went to Miami as Miss USA, (laughs) they were like, okay, CBS sponsors, I mean, CBS censors are saying, if you get that far, do not flash the Shaka sign because a lot of people think it's the sign of the devil. And I was like, you gotta be joking. They're like, we're just warning you, we got a lot of mail after Miss USA. Just, if you get that far, just, Tampered down on the shock up but as soon as I won, I was like, "What's up?" This dinner comes out it's right. Innate. You innate. cannot stop
0: it. It's right. just part of your DNA. Right. Get over
1: it. Right.
0: So, and so now let's go back now to the Miss Universe stage, yes. and they're crowning you, and they're going to ask you that one glorious yeah. question. No, this is a loaded question. Oh, uh, okay. yeah. So,
1: share with the audience. So, here's the backstory on that. Mm-hmm. So. This is a two-part series. So Miss USA, at Miss USA pageant, similar questions were asked. Alicia Machado, who is the current Miss Universe from Venezuela, okay, let me back up. Donald Trump bought the pageant as I was going to Shreveport, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. So he bought the pageant, he was now our boss. Right. He didn't like that she had been gaining a bunch of weight. Right. So he started like putting her on treadmills on CNN and calling her Mass Universe or <laughs> Miss Piggy or whatever, like just <laughs> degrading stuff. Um, and so my question at Miss USA was, if you were put in her place and she's sitting right in front of you and you had gained all this weight, what would you do? And like, you're like, you talking about this Miss Universe in front of her, like she's not here. That's rude. First of Mm -hmm. all, secondly, whatever. So I answered that question. I said, you're Miss Universe. You are who you are. Your nose gets bigger, smaller, whatever. You're Miss Universe. Fuck it. So I won Miss USA. And then I went to Universe. They continued to like harp her no matter what. Mm -hmm. They couldn't even let her go out. Right. So, There was a 1-800 number, you had to call in, should the new Miss Universe be held to a wait clause in her contract. Like it was like a whole thing. They couldn't even let her have her moment. So when it got to the end and I made it that far and they were like, if you had no rules in your life, what would you do? Like I had to take the shot. Right. Because I was like, I'm Miss USA. I already want a car. I already want a boat. I want, like I don't need to win the universe, but I certainly need to make a statement. So right. that's why I said I'd eat everything twice. And what did yeah, how did you say it? I said I would eat everything in the world. You do not understand. I would eat everything <laughs> twice. And if I could drop the mic, I would have and then I walked stage left. Wow. I did not think I was going to win by <laughs> a stretch of the imagination.
0: Girl, but that's
1: I ironically. I did not think I was going to win. Ironically, that, that was
0: part of why you That mean, was like, yes. I was just like,
1: you know what? Because you had a voice, girl. I you had a voice. I was just tired of them like harping on this girl's weight for all of these. It was like, OK, you did it once. That's fine. You tried to get your PR off it. Great. She's giving up her title. Like, just let her go in peace. You know, just mm-hmm. like send her with aloha and go nope even on the way out you got to be like should the new miss universe be able to i was like if i get to the top three and there's even a chance to be able to
0: work it into the sentence i am taking my shot take your shot and you and that you did so now um you've won the crown is on your head. now you're the miss universe 1997. Uh, yes so you know i work with a lot of girls and on when they come to me i always ask them do you know what you're getting into? <laughs> no. I, and you know, they have no clue because they're going for Miss Hawaii USA or Miss right. Hawaii or their preliminary. Right. I just want the scholarship. And then they win the title. And right. then they win. And then did you realize what you were getting yourself into
1: no. when you went that far? I had no idea. But see, here's the thing, USA is really where everything happened. Because universe, you just extend your tour duty for three more months. You're the same girl. I mean, you're not because you're whatever, you're international. but you work for the same office, you live in the same apartments, one above the other. So I knew what it was like because I was Miss USA and mm-hmm. I was either going to get myself a new roommate or someone to hang out with, or I was going to become that girl. It was, so universe was kind of like, it was just a continuation. USA, when I won, that was kind of like, I never even thought in my wildest dreams that was going to happen. And then when it did, and then, you know, the whole, the whole staff comes at you and, you know, you've got like car services and you don't wow. ever like Nowhere a vacuum is like you got people doing stuff (laughs) for you. I never put gas in a car for a year. I didn't drive for a year.
0: I mean, it was bizarre. It was bizarro land for sure. What a life! And so now you're we've delved into the life of Miss Hawaii USA, Miss USA, Miss Universe. And now I'm sure a lot of the girls out there are raring to go, knowing that there is more than just a crown, but there's a massive responsibility until death do you part, I <laughs> should say. That's a fine print. <laughs> Nobody ever tells you about that part. And I tell the girls all the time. <laughs> but right now, Brooke, we're going to have to take a, a one-minute break. Okay. And when we get back, we'll learn more about what, what is Brooke up to today. We'll see We'll be right back. Aloha. My name is Andrew Lanning. I'm the host of Security Matters Hawaii, airing every Wednesday here on Think Tech Hawaii, live from the studios. I'll bring you guests. I'll bring you information about the things in security that matter to keeping you safe, your coworkers safe, your family safe, to keep our community safe. Uh, We want to teach you about those things in our industry that, you know, may be a little outside of your experience. So please join me because security matters. Aloha. (laughs)
1: aloha this is winston welch i am your host of out and about where every other week mondays at three we explore a variety of topics in our city state nation and world and uh, events organizations the people that fuel them it's a really interesting show We welcome you to tune in, and we welcome your suggestions for shows. Um, you got a lot of them out there, and we have an awesome uh, studio here where we can get your ideas out as well. So I look forward to you tuning in every other week where we've got some great guests and great topics. You're going to learn a lot. You're going to come away inspired like I do. So I'll see you every other week here at 3 o'clock on Monday afternoon. Aloha.
0: Aloha and welcome back to ThinkTech Hawaii in downtown Honolulu where we are very privileged to have the honor of Miss Universe 1997 Brooklyn. In the first half of the show we discussed her journey from being a Palisades, a Pro City Palisades girl to winning the title of Miss Hawaii USA 1997 to Miss USA 1997 and then on to being Miss Universe 1997. Let's fast forward the clock a few years so Brooke, after you won all those glorious titles yes. and then your year of reign has concluded, yes. and then sad, you find sad yourself, day. Yes, <laughs> sad day. Sad With <laughs> your yeah. yeah, And then you find yourself living in the mainland yes. for a few years and then you meet the man of your dreams. Uh, sometimes he's a dream. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're 13 years in, so mm-hmm. yeah. It oh, sounds it's like a dream. Definitely to me. a reality now. <laughs> 13 years and still going,
0: so. And, and what do you do? What does he do?
1: Uh, Well at the time he was working in movies in Mm -hmm. LA. We had met through a mutual for a childhood friend of his I had done a travel challenge show She was a producer on it and I was the host and so she had introduced us and we just sort of hit it off Um, And we started dating got engaged got married in about six months Mm -hmm. um, and then eloped and then had my son within a year so, very good,
0: Yeah, and I was very privileged to meet him, yeah. and he came to my home, and you guys worked so lovely together. I'm yeah. very happy, He's a good happy kid. for you, He's a good kid. because you're, I mean, of course, your whole life story is per- perseverance. Mm. Getting to the school that you wanted to go to, right. getting a title right. worldwide, internationally. Right. Even kids, kids were and, a perseverance Yes, and then having a man of your dreams, and then now you have two yeah. children. Three if you count my husband. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know I was introduced to Bailey and yes. to Finnegan. Yeah. So shout out to them. I know they're watching <laughs> Mommy. They're so proud of you, as you are so proud of them. Yeah. But in that one shot, I know I can see you being the mama. I am, yes. Yes, so now you're a worldwide leader, mm. uh, icon. You're a wife. Your mother, mm-hmm. and now we're going to talk to you a little bit about your career because now you're going in deep into your career. And so I just want to know, Brooke, how mm-hmm. does one balance all that you have on your plate? Again, from being a title holder, uh, not just local or international, a national universe mm-hmm. title, then being married, a wife, mm-hmm. being a, a woman that you are, mother and career woman. How do you balance all this? I will say it was easier on the mainland because Mm -hmm.
1: when you live in Hollywood, there's like a totem pole of fame and there wasn't as much pressure as there is here having moved home. Uh, I was a stay-at-home mom. I had the luxury of doing that because cost of living is different there. Mm -hmm. So I stayed home with the kids. I auditioned and did shows whenever I wanted to, not necessarily all the time. But then we moved here uh, last July and my kids started school and you know, Hawaii is a whole different beast. So, mm-hmm. you know, I started dancing hula back in Waikiki like I did when I was growing up. Uh, and then I got a show um, on Keihai, Modern Wahine Hawaii. And that's like a train that just keeps on trucking. Um, so, you know, I've got like three jobs, like three jobs, right. which is the norm here, you right, know. Right. But it's a lot for someone who spent 20 years on the mainland, you know, living a different type of lifestyle to come here and do this. It's kind of like, a little bit discombobulated so I mean I try to balance it there's really no other way to do it if you don't Mm -hmm. balance everything crashes to the ground and that's not an option not an option with us you just have to
0: keep on (laughs) keeping on you know keep moving or you sink right and I know I know family is so important to you yeah so that must have had a uh, play on wanting to move back to Hawaii as well?
1: Yeah I mean my husband was a caregiver for his dad who uh, had gotten really sick over the last two years mm-hmm. um, and then he passed away and that was kind of when we made the decision that since he had fulfilled those obligations he really didn't have as much things tying to him to LA anymore So that maybe it was a good transition for us to move to Hawaii so that I could spend time with my aging uh, parents and have mm-hmm my parents be able to see their grandkids more often and have that experience with them so that's kind of why we sort of matriculated towards moving back to Hawaii is wow. for family
0: well yeah. and you know in the one slide here I can see you with your mother yeah and of course we all know everyone in the world in Hawaii world knows Tony Lee <laughs> um, she's just a all go around all yeah. two cultural events person just every, at every event I bump into your mom and it's we always. It's really weird because people thought she was a pageant mom because I'd won all these
1: things. They're like, oh, you know, how'd you raise Miss Universe? And she's like, I didn't even know she was running in pageants <laughs> at first. Like I, I was like the last to get the memo. She really was not hands-on with that stuff at all. She could have cared less. And when she, we were at Miss Universe and other parents were like preening their daughters do whatever, like she was like not, nowhere to be found. She was like somewhere in the back. They're, like, where's your mom? Why isn't she here holding all your things? It's like, ah, she's busy. Well, your mom is
0: surely busy, yeah. and she has a whole world of her own that yeah. she looks after. She does
1: Hawaii Music Hall of Fame, yes. she does the Royal Hawaiian Band, she does the Aloha Week Parade, exhibit clubs, Kamehameha School Alumni, I mean, she makes
0: me tired. Like, since yes. I've been home,
1: I can't keep up. I can't keep up with her. <laughs> can't keep well,
0: up. Well, what a good... Have to follow. Yeah. You know, so you gotta keep up or you gotta sink and farther, I know. Far, it's far, like a behind. high mark though. It's a high marked yeah attitude. But it's okay. You've got that mark and you're yeah. you're you're meeting her and yeah. she's so proud of you.
1: Yeah, I see people like those icons, you see those emojis, like just the eyeballs looking sideways. I feel like people are looking at me like that when they see me with her, they're like, You're
0: next. Just <laughs> passing the torch. Exactly. Passing the torch. I'm like, okay, pump your brakes, people. <laughs> and you know, um, <laughs> exactly what she was involved with all the Hawaiian culture events. Yes. And so for you, the woman of the times, now you jumped into this program of mm-hmm. yours, yeah. which airs, uh, I know I've already watched two segments, Sundays at 7, it
1: rebroadcasts like throughout the week on k one, n but it's primarily fresh episodes
0: every Sunday,
1: 7 p.m. on High for the next year.
0: So. Seven and then if you miss it at seven, it goes on at 11. Yes. So yes. we get to see you twice on Sunday. Yes. And so now my Sunday ritual is church. Lunch, surf, and brook. <laughs> and so that's what we're going to do, and Aww, that's what we thanks. encourage all because you're going to have some amazing guests on board. I hope and, so. Um, and yeah. just premiering what women of Hawaii are doing.
1: Yes, we're talking about you know, everything from design in your homes, space saving, uh, makeup tips, health tips. But the part I love the most is interviewing women from here and from the mainland. So we have Chris Yamaguchi on the show. We've had other women uh, who have Hawaii hearts but are not necessarily from here. Um, but I just like talking to the women and sharing their stories and holding them up and um, you know, just giving them a little bit of light. Because there's a lot of women that do a lot in the community that really don't get the accolades I think they should, and that people should exactly. know what they're doing, like you. <laughs> uh, and so you know, these are ways that I can use some of my light to shine on other people and let other women know that this is what's out there. Uh, girls growing up through the ranks, if you're 20 years old, you don't know what you're supposed to do with your life, you're in college, you're flailing at HPU, and you turn on my show and you see this woman who's like the first president of Adventist Health Castle started exactly. off as a thoracic nurse. And you're like, she can do it. right? And they all say it. Every woman I've spoken to who've gone wherever they've gone in their field, they're like, I never knew I could do it. Mm-hmm. People didn't tell me I could do it. Right. I had to go make it happen. And now I'm turning around to others and saying, come on up. The water's fine. And so I'm
0: really grateful to be able to be part of that. You know, I mean, just like this show, Think Tech Hawaii, you know, we are a voice, not just you and I talking story and meeting some friends at the mall or at the restaurant, but we're able to reach so many more people. Mm -hmm. And so your show is so important, just as this show is very important. So, you know, the title of my talk is Take Your Health Back. Mm -hmm. And so my journey is to just make women and and the people of Hawaii more aware of how simple it is to take your health back mm-hmm. whether it's marital health right. whether it's professional health whatever right. it may be and so when people see you mm-hmm. you know 21 years ago i believe around there you had that you the title of Miss Universe yes. So you look just the same.
1: Nah, people say that, but I just—you gotta be a moving target. As <laughs> no. long as you keep
0: moving, people can't like z- they can't zero no. in. You just gotta be a blur. You gotta stay a blur. You know, just—But you're me, still a fine-looking blur, girl. Uh, well. And so I'm. What I'm trying to get at is, how important is it for you uh, with health and nutrition? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have children, so usually when you're a mom, you eat the leftovers on yeah, your kids' plate. that is plate, true. That's a thing. You know, and that you eat is what really they a want. Thing. But how do you uh, emphasize that? Obviously, you're doing something right.
1: Well, I think a lot of it is because you work a lot here, so you don't have time to eat. But um, I mean, the nutrition thing I haven't quite figured out yet. Like, I'm not a big eater, I'll be very honest. People who know me know that when I said I'd eat everything, I'd eat it twice on stage, they knew it was a political statement. Because I'm not an eater. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like dream about food. My husband's an eater. Like, He's dreaming about food from the minute he steps up. I'm not that person. But like with my kids now, it's really important to kind of control what's happening with them. I like to be like a hands-off mom, you figure it out. But like, you know, when they're eating candy 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and then you got to go to the dentist's office and get all their teeth fixed, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like on you, mom. You know, like the dentist is at like, you, like, you got to say no. You can't just let her mow through whoppers, like, all day long. Like, she's fine. Make a choice, you know. So I'm working on that part. Like, I really want to talk with some nutritionists on my show. And because my son, it's interesting, since I moved here, my son's, uh, Cholesterol level has been slightly elevated since we moved here. When we lived on the mainland, it was not. And I mm. think what it is is I'm working more now, right. so I'm not in control of what's going on the table as much because I'm off working at night right. or during the day,
0: and right. I don't know what he's eating. Right. And if I'm looking at his, my husband. <laughs> Well, let me just put it this way. I, I don't know what I mean. <laughs> you mean. You did come to my home. Right. And we will be on your show next yes. Sunday. Yes. And we're very excited about that. And um, when you came to my home, mm-hmm. I made you and your family yeah. kale smoothies. Fresh kale smoothies. Right. And, yes. your, and you said, if my son would drink this, yeah. we're we're sold. We're good. Because right. he doesn't usually like that stuff. Right. But we cut the kale. Yeah. We blended it up. And he drank the whole thing. And he, thing. Drank, and he it. drank
1: some My husband's one as well. Exactly. And yeah. he actually loved yeah. it. So you know, My what? daughter. Yeah. Not she's a so dumb one, right? Yeah. But, but you got one out of two.
0: You got her the gummy, right? So. One out of two. Yes. Not bad. Yes. And so, at least there's hope for him. And so, mom, for you, you know, just get that woman or get that person on your show yeah. to teach. And when, you're, when she's sharing the message, you're actually going to be receiving all right. that knowledge. Because I think moms need help. Oh, for sure. I mean, because there's so many choices,
1: and you just don't know what to feed them. Because right. the easy is like tantamount sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, it, Chicken nuggets out of the freezer, On <laughs> no, the pan. De- no, mom, I you know just when, you, say when no. I told you that you were like, Oh my no. God. no, no, no. you're really, your kids are. Oh my gosh,
0: bro, it's <laughs> like horrible. Oh, <laughs> our time is up, and I wish we could continue on. Maybe we'll invite you back again so that you can show the. Hawaii in the world, what a real mom is like, a real <laughs> woman of Hawaii is really like. Not And, you know, you're going to see the growth in yourself yeah. as well as what we'll the message is. We'll come back, we'll will. do a nutrition thing after I learn a few things. Very good. Yeah. So so we just wanted to say congratulations, Thank Brooke. Thank you. You were a great representative. You are a great re- representative. And you will continue on being the Miss Universe of Hawaii. And we are so, so proud Thank of you. Thank you. We love you very Thank much. You. So from now, aloha to everyone.